Welcome to Life Awakening. Let's talk about it. I am your hostess, Coach Callie Tammy, out here in beautiful San Diego, California. I am excited about what we're going to talk about today. So, <laughs> let me give you a quick little short story. Is I actually recorded this yesterday, and I was listening back to listening back to it before I hit save so I could upload it and my app shut down and I lost 45 47 minutes of information so I can promise you that I will hit save before I listen back to it today so that we don't have to wait an extra day to get an awesome podcast out so with that being said it is Tuesday afternoon, about two o'clock my time here in beautiful Southern California. I hope you guys are having an awesome day. And what I wanted to talk to you about today is your potential. Your potential. You have so much amazing potential inside you. Now, when people hear potential, they were like, well, you know, my family has always been this way or my relationships have always been this way. People in my life have always been this way. You know, this is as good as it gets for me. Well, stop it. Just stop it. Okay. What you believe is what you achieve. Okay. You are where you are because of how you think. You are where you are because of what you believe. Your beliefs are just thoughts that you keep thinking. Okay? When you came to this earth, when God sent you, God, higher power, inner being, source, whatever it is that you want to call him, he has your life written out on his hand. Got it tattooed on his hand. You were made on purpose. You're not an accident. You were made with a purpose. You were born with a purpose inside you. Okay? That purpose is defined by you. You have free will to do whatever it is that you want to do. But you have the potential to do amazing and great things. Awesome things. Awesome things to contribute to your life and make it better. Awesome things to contribute to your family and leave a legacy that is immeasurable by other people's standards. But where we get caught up is we listen to people who gave up on their dreams because they thought something else was more important. A lot of times, um, this is what I call group agreements, okay? So moms or women get put into this bucket of, oh, well, you know, you have to be married and have a family by the time you're 30, you have to own a house by the time you're 30. You've got to give up everything in your life. You've got to give up your dreams to raise your children. You have to give up your dreams to take care of your husband. You've got to, you've got to help him with his dreams. You've got to give up yours. Well, you know what I call that? I call that a rule. A bullshit rule that society puts on you that is nothing but bullshit. Sorry, not sorry. Excuse the language. Sorry, again, not sorry. But it's true. Like, it is so true. Don't let anybody tell you that your dreams are important. Don't let anybody tell you that you have to do something. You ain't got to do nothing you don't want to do. It's a, it, 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 I said this in yesterday's podcast that got deleted by accident. Um, I, I'm going to get super passionate about this. This is only my second podcast, so sorry, not sorry. If it feels like I'm getting in your face, then this is for you. This means that it is something that has been resonating with you for a while, and it's time that you listen up. Okay, I love you. I don't even know you. I ain't never seen you. I may not ever see you. I may not ever lay eyes on you, hear your voice, know your name, whatever. But you are a part of this universe. You are a part of this planet. You are a human being and you are worthy. You are enough and I love you. Okay, so let's start there. That's why I'm so passionate and I know how much potential that you have. God gave you potential. God, source, inner being, whatever. I'm a, I, I'm, I'm a God follower. I call him source, inner being. I use all three of those terms. Um, also a Jesus follower. I don't know what your beliefs are. I'm not here to debate religion because I don't do religion. Um, but there, we weren't just made with a snap of a finger. 
We didn't just poof out of thin air. We were created. And if you look at how the human body works and how amazing that it is, you've got to know that there is a higher power that created us. Okay, so I'm going to leave that there. I'm going to table that for right now. Let's get back to your potential. You were born with pure potential. There's no separation between you and your higher power. There's never any separation. Now, you may feel separation when you're feeling bad or you're feeling sad or you're feeling hurt or feeling depressed. It's because you've pinched off yourself from the pure love that our higher power in God is. Okay? You can move your way up the emotional scale and get back there and feel that connection. You can't get from depression to bliss. It's too big a jump. But you can get from depression to anger, and anger feels better than depression. You can get to frustrated. Frustrated feels better than, than anger. You can get to I'm done, which feels better than frustration. You can get to boredom or I feel a little better, and that feels better than, you know, I'm done. Whatever that looks like. And then work your way all the way up to feeling great, feeling excellent, feeling awesome, feeling bliss, feeling um, joy, hope, all of those things. Okay? And I know I just went all over the gamut with those. Um, there's actually a list of emotions that and, and where they place on the scale. You know, from the lowest vibration emotion to the highest vibration emotion. So we can talk about that another time. But I want to get back to your potential because this is really important. If you sit on the sidelines of life and you don't engage with your pure potential that is inside you, that you were born with, when your last days come, you're going to be sitting there with shoulda, coulda, woulda. I wish I had. Why didn't I this? Why didn't I that? I don't want that to be you, man. I do not want that to be you. I want you to wake up with a fire in your gut every day to set this world on fire and leave your footprint on it, man. So where all of this is coming from is I went home to visit my kids back in September, back in Birmingham, Labor Day weekend. And I was on a plane and I had bought this book called The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra. I read this entire book on that four and a half hour flight to Birmingham, like the entire book and had time left over on the flight. So, and it's not a very big book, but it has, how many pages does it have in it? It is roughly, if you include the summary and conclusion, it's 112 pages, okay? Um, depending on how fast you read, you can read it all in that one time, or maybe, you know, an hour here, an hour there, and you're done. Um, but the very first chapter is talking about your potential. Your potential. Have you had somebody come up to you and say, man, I see so much potential in you. Like, you know, I know that you could do this, this, and this. You know, those are the people that are going to put the wind under your wings. And they're going to help fan your flames. And they're going to send you to another level in life. They're going to lock arms with you and help you get there. They're going to motivate you and inspire you and, and keep you in check. Like, hey, you said you were going to do this. What are you doing? They're going to rattle you a little bit and say, hey, like you said this was your dream. And this is what, like, did your dreams change? Like, what are you doing over here? This is not going to get you to where you want to go. They're going to hold you accountable. They're going to hold your feet to the fire and say, hey, I'm your friend and I love you and I want you to do this. Because that's what you said you wanted to do. Okay. Those are the people that you need in your life. That's what I call cultivating a circle of influence. Okay? You want people in your life that are going to help level you up in life. Right? We don't know it all. I don't know it all. 
I'm 51 years old. I got two grown kids and three grandkids. Okay? They call me Gigi, gorgeous grandma. Gigi short for gorgeous grandma. So, when I say cultivate a circle of influence, we have seven major areas of our life. Seven major focal points of life. Uh, and these seven major focal points where uh, we... I, I actually, our life is made up of these seven areas. Whether, whether we acknowledge it or not, if you think about it, you have your professional life, your job, your business, you're an entrepreneur, you're like whatever that looks like for you, okay? Got your financial life. How much money are you bringing in? How much money is going out? How much money do you want to make? How much money do you want to give to charity? How much money do you want to contribute back to society? How much money do you want to leave a legacy for your family? So on and so forth, okay? Your emotional life. This is number three, your emotional life. Okay, where are you at emotionally? Are you in control of your emotions or are your emotions controlling you? Then you have your spiritual life. You know, how connected to you are you to God's source, your inner being, higher power, whatever that is for you? Then you have your physical life, your health, your body, your well-being, um, your nutrition, Okay, that's all kind of grouped to one right there. So if your nutrition is on point, your body's probably in fairly good shape, whether you work out or not. Okay? If you're somebody that works out and you work out three times a week, you add good nutrition with it, then you probably feel pretty good all the time. Okay, if you're not working out at all and you're on the lower end of the scale and you're a little overweight or maybe even obese and you don't even know where what nutrition is right now, maybe that's a focal point that you need to really focus on. All right? Then you have your, um, your social life. What, is your, what do your friends look like? You are the sum total of your five closest friends. Are your friends out there getting it? Are they like doing things to make this planet a better place? Are they doing things to leave this planet better than how they found it? Are they a humanity plus person or are they a humanity negative person? And by humanity plus means... When they meet somebody, they're trying to add to their life. Humanity minus person is somebody that is not somebody that you want to hang out with. Maybe they're doing some illegal stuff. Maybe they just sit on the couch and play video games all day. Maybe they don't have an, a, 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 an aspiration to do anything. Maybe they just want to sit on the sidelines of life and call it a day. Maybe they want to party all the time. You know what I mean? Like, if that's what they want and that's what makes them happy, great. But are you okay with that? Do they make the amount of money that you want to make? Are they financially in a place that you aspire to be? Do they have relationships? Are they a married couple? Is their marriage something that you aspire to have one day? If you don't aspire to be like the people that are in your circle, then maybe you need to change your circle of friends. Because that's part of your potential. The people in your circle are the ones that see your potential and help feed it to get you to the next level. I, I, guys, I want you to get this so bad. I cannot wait to hit publish on this podcast because this episode is going to be amazing. Amazing. Okay? Like, I'm telling you, you guys got to get this. So got to get this. All right. Then you got your family significant other kids extended family in-laws some call them outlaws <laughs> uh you got your grandkids your grand your your kids your siblings whatever what do those relationships look like okay i like when i was a kid my relationships with my family sucked now i'm just gonna be 100 percent honest and if you listen to my first episode you got a good to you got a good dose of what my what my childhood was like growing up. So that explains why my my family life was not all that great. But right now, my relationship with everybody in my family is awesome. Did it come easy? No, I had to work on me. When I worked on me and I made me better, my relationships got better. So, 
How do you make your relationships better? How do you cultivate that circle of influence? So I'm going to give you an example. I've got um, a, a few people that I give them 100% permission at all times to be able to speak into my life. They see me getting off track. They have permission, 100% permission to check me and snatch a knot in my ass and say, hey, get your head back on straight and stop it. Okay. My best friend, Teresa, she's one of those folks. She knows all of my dreams, man. All of them. Now, she may or may not always agree with what it is that I'm doing. And it's very rare that she doesn't agree with what it is that I'm doing. But she supports me. And if she sees me getting off track and losing focus, she is the first one to, like, grab the back of my collar and say, Hey, uh, didn't you say you wanted to do this? What are you doing? She is, she is not afraid to step up and say, hey, woman, what is it you're doing? Like, get your head on straight. Like, stop it. Okay? Now, I've got a couple other people. Now, me and Teresa has been friends since 2010, so we're going on nine years now. I've got a, uh, a couple of other people in my life. They're couples. So, I got Mike and Deborah Hand. They have been, I've known them since my son was three. He is now 30. So I've known them for 27 years. Mike Hand has probably spanked my son more than I ever did when he was growing up. I don't know if that's good, bad, or indifferent, but my son's a pretty awesome kid. So, you know, it all worked out. Um, they've been married for 30 some odd years since they were 18 and 19 years old, I think. And we're all right there the same age. I think they're one year older than me, 52, 51, 52, maybe even 53 at the most. If I'm wrong, Deborah and Mike, and you heard this, I'm sorry. Uh, I know we're all right there together. Like, I, I, I think me and Deborah are the same age. She's a couple of months older than me. And then I think Mike is one year older than me, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, anyway, they have a relationship that I look up to. Like when I get married, you know, I've been married twice. I'm not ashamed to say that I've been divorced twice, but the next time I get married, it's going to be till death that was part, man. And I want a relationship that is grounded in love and honor and trust and honesty and communication and support and God. I want that. So when I look when I look for things that I want in a relationship, I can look at that relationship and say, yes, that is a picture of what it is that I want. Not only do they have the relationship it is that I aspire to have, they also have a financial plan that I aspire to have. They've built two amazing businesses and still building. They have two amazing children. They are great parents. They just became a grandparent. They're uh, fixing to be a grandparent for the second time. And I can tell you that they are awesome. There's nothing in their, in their world that I wouldn't want to have in mind. And it's a, it, it is a beautiful thing to see. Okay, so I have another couple. I haven't known them as long, but I do know that they, uh, Jen and Scott Kismarichek, they're the owners of Best Life Creation Society, and uh, it's a, a personal development company that I'm a part of. I'm one of their, their um, leaders and coaches in their, in their company. So they've been married for 31 years. They've been doing personal development since they were 17, 18 years old. They have two amazing children. They've built two amazing businesses. They have a relationship that I aspire to have. They have a financial status that I aspire to have. The way that they run their businesses, I aspire to have. They all have permission to speak life into me and to speak into my life. Those are the kind of people that I'm telling you that you need in your life on a regular basis. That's what I mean by cultivate a circle of influence. I got my best friend, Michelle. We, we've been friends for almost as, uh, probably as long as I've known Mike and Deborah. And I can talk to her about anything. 
Like, and she's another one. Like, hey, what are you doing? She she ain't got no problems checking me. We've been best, best friends for 27 years. We've never had an argument, never had a disagreement, never had a crossword. When my mom died and I had to go back to Birmingham when my mom passed away, Michelle said, come stay at my house. She took off work, guys, for an entire week and took care of me. Like, I was a hot mess. I couldn't function. She cooked dinner for my whole entire family. She made sure that I got rest. She took me to pick up my mom's ashes. Like, that's an amazing friend to have. She cried when I wanted to cry. When I wanted to yell, she let me yell. You know what I mean? I, she, she's just amazing. When I was becoming a personal trainer, she fanned those flames, man. She was like, oh my God, that's the perfect thing for you. You are so awesome at this. Da, 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 da. Those are the kind of friends that you need in your circle. Okay? Now, how does that equate to your potential? People like that see potential in you that you have a hard time seeing. Sometimes we put on these blinders and we put on these glasses trying to hide from the world because society has made us feel like we're not enough. They've made us feel like we're not lovable. They've made us feel like we're not worthy. Well, it's all rules. Again, bullshit rules. They make you feel a certain way because that's the way they feel has nothing to do with they don't love you. It just has to do with if they make you feel better than they feel, then they feel bad. That's just my personal opinion for what it's worth. Now, when you have good people in your circle and they're fanning your flames and they see your potential, it's so much easier to skyrocket in this life. So much easier to get to, to have a goal and chase it to have a dream and chase it because they're going to help you. They're going to fan those flames. They're going to keep you in check. They're going to like be the wind underneath your wings. You know what I mean? They're going to be there. And if you, you know what? We all fail. And I don't really like that word. I don't even want to call it failure. We all stumble when we're chasing dreams and, and or our dreams are chasing us. Sometimes we just not paying attention and we hit a stumbling block. You know what? Get your ass back up. They're the ones to put the wind up underneath our wings, catch us when we fall, dust off our knees, and keep it moving. They keep us focused. Okay? One thing that will help you to see your own potential is learning how to meditate. Okay? Um, in that chapter of pure potentiality in uh, by in the book by Deepak Chopra, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. He talks about how meditation can help you connect with your pure potential. And it even says in the Bible, be still and know that I am God. Think about that. Be still and know that I am God. He's telling you to, to quiet your mind. Silence that for just a moment so you can hear him. Because God doesn't speak loud. He whispers. God's source, higher power, inner being, whatever you want to call it. He doesn't yell. He doesn't scream at you. It even says in the Bible, it's a still, quiet voice. It's a whisper. And the only way to hear a whisper, folks, is to silence the mind. So let me give you a little bit of analogy here. Maybe this will help you. So your mind is one of two things. It can be a still pond. Like when you're in, in your meditation, it's a still pond. Okay? You're not in meditation and you're out in the world. It's more like a thrashing around ocean. Okay? When you have ideas or what I like to call intention, ideas, intention, dreams, um, what's another word? That's enough for now. Um, let's say you want the answer to a question. So your intention in going into meditation is to get an answer from God's source, your higher power, uh, maybe get some inspiration from him as to what direction it is that you need to go. 
So before you go into your meditation, before you enter the still pond, you set your intention. Okay, I have, I'm at the fork in a road. I can go down road A or I can go down road B. Neither road is really a bad road, but you know what? I want to make the best decision that's going to get me from point A to point B the quickest, most effective way, making the most money. Okay, so that's real simplified, oversimplified way to set your intention, but we're just, we're going to run with that. Okay, so that's your intention. So you go to silence your mind and I can give you a quick way to do that. Uh, when you get into meditation, you're what, what they call, and there's all kinds of science behind this. When you get into meditation, it's what you call, you're being in alpha state. Your, your brain is much more active and you can uh, access it better. Okay. So count backwards from 100 down to one. And you set your intention. When I reach one or zero, I am in alpha state. Okay. When you hit that alpha state, you hit that zero. Your breathing should be shallow. Your mind should be silent. And if you're looking at a pond, it's still. Okay. Now you set your intention before you went into that meditative state. So now that intention that you just set is like throwing a rock across your pond and you see the ripples. Those ripples are rippling across the universe, which is all the cooperative components that you need in order to help you manifest what it is that you just set your intention to do. How freaking awesome is that? Now, let's flip the other side of the coin. If you say you can't silence your mind and your mind is like that thrashing ocean, you could set your intention, which could be the Empire State Building. You can throw it in that ocean and you'll never see a thing. You'll never hear nothing. You'll never get nothing because your mind isn't silenced and you can't hear what God's trying to tell you. No way. He can't hear your intention because your mind is not quiet enough for him to pick out through your, through your words, through your thoughts. You are where you are because of how you think. Your beliefs are just thoughts that you keep thinking. If you think you can't, if your belief is that you can't silence your mind or you can't make your mind be quiet, then you would be correct. Because whether you say you can or whether you say you can't, you're right. That is your belief. You've got to change the way you think. Go from the negative to the positive. And it's not going to be overnight, guys. It's really not. I was in that negative world and it was, it, I, I, I'm not even going to front. It was, it was work getting to the positive side. I go back on my Facebook when I, you know, you get your memories on your Facebook. I can go back and I see those, <laughs> I see those posts that I was making from eight, nine, ten years ago. Oh, I was in a terrible, terrible mind state. But then you get, I, I had little glimpses of positiveness. I had little glimpses of where God was trying to connect to me and it came out in a post that was amazing just for a split second. But I had built this big negative super highway that I stayed on the majority of the time. And so I'd have that glimpse and I'd go back over here to the super highway. I'd have another glimpse and I'd go back over here to the super highway. So you got to build another super highway of positivity and quit traveling the negative one for so long. What happens to a house that, you, that nobody lives in? It gets dilapidated, starts crumbling, and it falls. Same thing with a highway. You don't travel down the road long enough, it gets grown over. So once you get to that positive side and you start staying there more often and quit going down the negative one, that road's not going to pop up anymore it's not going to come up as an exit for you to take because you haven't been using it so when you learn these techniques that I just gave you a quick little taste of for your meditation silence your mind set your intention ripples across the universe so God's source the universe the cooperative components can start working on that to make it come don't set a time to it. Don't have an expectation of this is going to come to me tomorrow because it's not. Okay. But 
by doing that, you can expect an answer to the question that you set within about 72-ish hours. Something will happen. The Somebody will give you a word. Somebody will give you an answer. Um, you'll wake up in a dream. Whatever that looks like. Whatever your easiest access for God to give you the answer is how it's going to come. Maybe it's through a friend. Maybe it's through a dream. Maybe it's through meditation. I get a lot of dream answers. I get a lot of random people that come up to me and say, hey, what about this? And I look at them like, I don't know you. How did you know I was talking, thinking, uh, what, what? And then I was like, I, I just look at them and say, okay, God, I know that was you. Thank you. Case in point, this podcast. This podcast has been brought up to me, I know, at least six to ten times in the last five months. At least six to ten times in the last five months. I heard them, but I didn't hear them. Maybe I heard them and I didn't listen. Maybe I heard them, but I didn't believe that that was my path. So, just to give you a little, a little history on how this came about, I woke up hugging myself. So, the last two weeks, I've been in this crazy headspace, which is not my norm. And I was really feeling lost in even an overwhelming sadness, which is really out of my realm of comfortable places to be. And I talked to my friend, Jen, because Marichek, and, you know, she she's a great man. She always helps me, like, have a different perspective, see a positive perspective, and helps me know, like, you know, sometimes when we get in those places, it's contrast to let us know what it is that we don't want. Um, and then once we figure out what it is that we don't want, what we do want comes to light. And, you know, that's, and it's not a bad place to be, in contrast. It's just to clarity is what it's there for. So, got lots of clarity on what I didn't want. And so I had to be, it helped me to clear up what it was that I did want. So when I went to bed that night, I made the decision. I was not going to wake up the next day and repeat those same emotions, those same feelings, those same thoughts. I was like, you know what? I'm over this. I'm going to go to bed tonight and I'm going to get some rest. I mean, real rest. I'm going to sleep tonight and it's going to feel good. And when I wake up tomorrow, it's a new day. And it's going to be a good day. I don't know how and I don't know why, but I just know tomorrow is going to be a good day. When I woke up last Thursday morning, I woke up hugging myself. And not just a little hug. My hands were wrapped around my waist and I was giving myself a big bear hug. When I got done with that bear hug, I actually saw myself doing a live podcast, which was awesome. And Jen had just texted me to give me the schedule for the day for Best Life. And I texted her and I was like, OMG, <laughs> I just woke up hugging myself and I saw myself doing a podcast. I'm going to do a podcast. I didn't question it. I didn't doubt it. It was as clear to me as the message I got to move to San Diego. Actually, I want to say it was clearer than the message I got to move to San Diego. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm doing a podcast. I got online immediately, got on Google. How do I do a podcast? What's the best, most effective way? What does it entail? What do I need? Da, 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 da. Read a great blog post. And she was like, hey, call Chip Baker. He runs the Success Chronicles. He has a successful YouTube channel. And he has a successful podcast. So if you're not following Chip Maker and the Success Chronicles, look him up and follow him on YouTube and on uh, Anchor and all the other major podcast uh, platforms. He is amazing. So she was right. I was like, ah, let me text Chip real quick. He interviewed me for the Success Chronicles. So that was great. Um, 
So I texted him. I was like, hey, man, this is what happened. Share the same story with him about waking up, hugging myself, and about the podcast. And he was like, hey, that's a lot of information. Have you got time for a video chat? <laughs> when I tell you we did a video chat, I was literally just got out of bed. I had on a sweatshirt. My hair was in a ponytail on top of my head. No makeup on. I was looking a hot mess. And I normally will, am not doing a video chat with nobody when I'm looking a hot mess. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. But I was like, dude, I look a hot mess, but I need this information. So, like, he's like, girl, I don't even care. So, he's out in Texas. Super cool. Super cool dude, man. Down to earth. Just published his first book. Hit bestseller. He's amazing. Um, Growing Through Your Go Through is his book. So, check it out on Amazon. You can get the Kindle version or order the hardback. So, um... Anyway, we were doing our video chat, which was great. I took like two and a half pages of notes. He was like, yeah, get on Anchor. You can do your uh, your artwork for your podcast with Adobe Spark, and you can do that. Da, 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 da. Um, you can do video with Zoom, and it'll separate your audio for you. So you can do that, and then you can build your YouTube channel and build your podcast all at the same time. So that's my next step. You know, so if you wanted to see he wanted to see me do a podcast, you can go to my YouTube channel. Not yet, not today. It's not not set up yet, but it's coming. <laughs> um, so like it was just all this really awesome information. I also had another friend that I reached out to. He's got a successful podcast, and he was like, "Yeah," and I think he he uses another platform called Speaker. Um, but when I looked at the two, I really liked the Anchor better, so that's the one that I went with. And so it was great. So I got all this information. As soon as I got off the phone with him, I had my breakfast, had my spark. Uh, I had something that uh, kind of like shook the cobwebs out of my head and, and like, wow, this is really great. So I downloaded the Anchor app, downloaded Adobe Spark. Um, and I just immediately like, okay, what do I want this name to be? Actually, me and Chip figured out the name of my podcast before we got off our video conference. That was great. So we did that. Then I downloaded the Adobe Spark. I, I figured out my artwork, what I wanted it to look like. I played with that for a little while. Got that done. Set it all up. Had Anchor set up. Recorded my first two uh, ep episodes. The next day, hit publish. So in less than four days, I have this amazing podcast. And like because I followed my intuition. I followed my gut instinct. I followed my vision. I took inspired action. My potential inside me goes in conjunction with my inner being, God's source, who is also my intuition. And when I take inspired action on my intuition and the messages that God's source, higher power, inner being are giving me, my potential grows and expands and it becomes amazing and I leave people better than how I found them I help them I help be the wind beneath their wings that's my goal in life like I have some really big dreams and goals and aspirations and this is just a part of it I would have never thought about doing a podcast before but I'm so thankful that I've got it now and I have this platform and I can reach more people and build a community and build a and have a following to where I can just reach more people. Living in San Diego, there's a lot of people here, but I will never meet all of them. People that are listening to this podcast, I may not ever meet in person. Would I love to meet everybody in person? Absolutely. Is it possible? Maybe, maybe not. But right now, this is the best avenue that I got to reach more people. And I am so thankful for the technology and the opportunity and the people that have come into my experience because I followed my intuition that added to my potential that made this all possible. This isn't just about me, guys. I'm telling you, if I, this little girl from Birmingham, Alabama, can sell everything she freaking owns and move all the way across the country... To San Diego, California, no net. I didn't know nobody. Didn't have a job. Didn't have anywhere to live. And I've made it work. And I've been here almost a year. And I've changed not only my life, everybody's life that I've come in contact with since. You can do it too. From a scared, terrified little girl 
who was sexually abused by both of her own parents, her mother and her father, raped by her stepdad, went through a depression that was so dark she almost took her own life. To transform it into this beautiful, positive, strong, amazing woman who loves life, loves breathing, loves people, who knows that she's enough, who knows that she is worthy of all the amazing things that this world has to offer and wants to share it with the world, please believe me that you have that within you too. So I want to leave you with one little, with one more exercise that, and I I think I talked about this in my first podcast, Um, the very first book that I read with personal development was a book by Andy Andrews, one of the best authors. He's my favorite author, actually. Um, He wrote a book called The Traveler's Gift and Mastering the Seven Decisions. The Traveler's Gift is the fiction book that rolls in Mastering the Seven Decisions. The Seven Decisions are seven principles in life that apply to you whether you know it or not. They are involved in your life whether you know it or not. So his whole philosophy was... If I can harness these, I can change my life. And if I can write about it, I can help other people change their life too. My son recommended that I read this book. And I was like, okay, cool. Love the Traveler's Gift. Like, read it in a weekend. It was freaking phenomenal. If I'm 100% transparent, when I went through Mastering the Seven Decisions, because it's the workbook that breaks it down and like gets real and gets real in your face about what it is that you need to address in your life. I half-assed did it. I half-assed did those exercises. I did not have a notebook. I didn't write nothing down. I wrote in, I wrote in the margins of the book. And even though I only half-assed did those exercises, I changed my life. After I became a personal trainer, I went back through that book and I did those and I did those exercises on purpose. And by doing those exercises on purpose, I have immensely changed not only my life, but my client's life, whether it's personal training, life coaching, Spartan coaching, nutrition coaching, just friends, family, whatever. I've made an impact on so many people in the ripples of that. I will probably never, ever know. And I'm so thankful and grateful for that. But... Those seven areas of life that I just gave you, emotionally, financially, physically, spiritually, socially, professionally, and your friend's family significant other, okay? Physically includes your health, wellness, well-being. Family includes, you know, your extended family, significant others, whatever. Socially, your circle of influence people, Okay. Um, the people, your five closest friends in each of these areas. That's what that includes. Professional, your job, business, um, entrepreneurship, whatever that looks like for you. Financially, what does your bank account look like? What do you want it to look like? Spiritual, your connection with God's source and her being higher power. Emotionally, are you in control of your emotions or are your emotions controlling you? Okay, those are the seven areas. Okay. And then, let, you know, let, we, we can add one more. Your physical... Um, your, where you live, your physical space, all right? Are you happy in your physical space, your house, your apartment, your city, your town, your state, your country, whatever, okay? Let's add that to it. Now, this exercise is called taking personal inventory. By taking personal inventory, you're looking at each one of those areas of your life and you're ranking them from one to 10, okay? One being the, the worst, like, oh, this sucks and nothing would be better than for me to like, just make it a little bit better so I can feel better, okay? 10 being like, oh my God, this is so awesome. There's nothing that I could possibly do to make it any better than what it is right now, okay? And anything in between, all of them could be a 10, all of them could be a one, all of them could be anything in between. It doesn't matter. You could have five tens, three ones, and two fives. Whatever. 
There's no wrong answer, okay? So let me say that up front. There's no wrong answer. This is not to beat you up. This is not to make you feel bad about where you are. But if you don't know where you are, how are you going to decide where you want to go? How are you going to decide what it is that you want? If you can't be honest with yourself about where you are, it's going to be real difficult to be honest with yourself about where it is that you want to go and believe it. Okay? So, and, and we're going to do something positive right behind it. So, I want you to list each one of those down on a piece of paper. Emotionally, physical, health, wellness, well-being is the second one. Financially, okay? Spiritually, socially, professionally, business, entrepreneurship, whatever that looks like for you. And then the last uh, friends, family, significant other, extended family, etc. And the last one, your physical surroundings. Okay. All eight of those things. Out beside them to the left or the right. It doesn't matter what side you want to write it on. I want you to sit down and I want you to, you know, the first number that comes ahead, don't think about it. Don't let, don't let your mind run away and get too logical on you and, and overthink. This is following your intuition, following your gut instinct, whatever that first number is that comes to head. Okay? If it's a 10, it's a 10. If it's a 1, it's a 1. It doesn't matter. This is just point A. This is your starting point where you're awake and you realize that there's a change that has to happen. Okay? Whatever that looks like. Now... Now, if you're driving, of course, you can't do this. Hit pause. Okay? Hit pause. Come back to this when you get home. Get your beverage of your choice. Sit down at the table. Light a candle. Take a couple of deep breaths. Sit down and do this. Okay? I promise you, you'll thank me for it later. Now, after you get done doing that, turn the page. And now, at the top of the next page, whatever the first, if you wrote emotional, if emotional is your first one, Let's say your emotional is ranked to five. If it's ranked to five, what would your emotional life look like if it was a 10? Like, how happy would you be? How much joy would you have? What would your, like, what, what, what would life feel like if you were just happy all the time and positive and things were coming into your life? What, like, what does that look like for you? Okay? Go down and... When you get done with that, I, and so I want you, I don't want your logical mind to get into this, okay? I don't want you overthinking this. I want you to set your timer on your phone, two minutes, three minutes max. Let's stick with two. Let's do two minutes. Two minutes for each one of these, okay? Two minutes, emotional. Write down all the thoughts come to your head. What would your life look like if it was 10? And now, if you've not really been into personal development before, this might get a little uncomfortable. And that's okay. All right? We were, I was there. All right? All of my areas are not a 10. I can tell you that right now. I aspire to have them all a 10. And I still have my original list, what it would look like. So there. Now, when you get done with the emotional... Go on to the physical and health, wellness, well-being. Two minutes. Then next, go to your financial situation. What would that look like if that was a 10? Don't forget, what does your house look like? What does your car look like? What is it? What kind of school does your kids go to if you have kids? What does your significant other look like? If you're fixing to get engaged, what does her engagement ring look like? You know what I mean? What does your wedding look like? Like, write all that down. Okay, feel those awesome positive vibes, those positive emotions as you're writing. Then go to spiritual life. What does your life look like when you are so connected to God that your intuition is always singing, you're taking inspired action, and things are falling, all these synchronicities are happening, and it's amazing. Okay, then you go to your professional life. What does your job look like or your business or your entrepreneurship, whatever that, all of that, okay? Then what about your social life? What does your friends look like? What do your friends do? What kind of money do they make? How do they inspire you? How do you inspire them? How do you guys contribute back to the, contribute back to the world? How do you, uh, 
how do you make it a humanity plus social life? What does that look like? Then your friends, go on to your friends, family, extended family, so on and so forth. Your relationship your, with your significant other. What does that look like if it was a 10? Two minutes, that's it. Then your last one, your physical environment, your house, apartment, your city, your town, your state, your country. What does it look like if your physical environment was a 10? Adding to all the awesome stuff that you just wrote. Okay? Two minutes. That's all you got. Now, it took you 14 minutes to build an awesome life. Heart, body, and soul, mind. 14 minutes. You just built this awesome vision for your life. Now that you've got it all written down, what I want you to do is I want you to take that those pieces of paper, I want you to read them out loud to yourself. Okay? You just did the act of writing. That's one of the physical senses. Okay? So now you're not only done writing it, you're going to read it out loud to yourself. So you're seeing it, you wrote it, and now you're going to hear it and you're speaking it. Your subconscious doesn't know the difference between a truth and a lie. And when you start speaking that and you feel all those awesome, positive emotions that's coming from reading that, your subconscious has to make those come true. How freaking amazing is that? Now, we're running up on 52 minutes. This has been so awesome. I've been so inspired while I've been doing this. Um so thankful actually that the other one yesterday got deleted because I think this is so much better and so awesome. Um, I just want to say thank you guys again so, so, so much for taking time out of your day to listen to my podcast and to listen to all this awesomeness that's coming out. I look forward to hearing from you guys. Um, if this touched your heart and you got something positive out of it, it inspired you, please hit the share button on all of your social medias. Um, let your friends and family know, hey, this girl is awesome and she will give you some stuff for you to make you better. All right. Um, don't forget to go check out Chip Baker over at the Success Chronicles. Say that five times fast over on YouTube and on anchor.fm. Uh, you can look for me on Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash Tammy Loftus. Super simple right there. Public. Hit the like button. Hit hashtag. You inspire me so I know that you listen to my podcast. Again, thank you so much. I love you guys and I will see you soon.